This is Badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. The drives are cool. While I've got the mood. That really move I said chill. Up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy I'm just a sexy boy I'm And we're back With episode 250 of Pod. I am Bob Downing Jr. And with me as always Is Austin Skidder and Dallas Gridley And fellas Today is pay-per-view day It's a mind games No, it's not about one of my ex-girlfriends where she fucking ran rapid on my brain. <laughs> no, it is Shawn Michaels defending against mankind for the WWF world title. And yes, the ex-girlfriend I'm referencing now does currently look like mankind. So it looks like I dodged a bullet. Guys, are you pumped up for some mind games? Well, of course I'm, I'm ready for mind games, Bob. Mankind getting a shot at Shawn Michaels. What else? What else do we need? Jose Lothario against Jim Cornette, maybe. That's gonna be the best match of the night. So fuck off. Shit, I did forget about that. By the way, uh, I don't know. I'm actually not like dreading this show as badly, and maybe it's because I don't remember the full card. But uh, as Austin mentioned before, he has seen this whole show through. I've at least I know for sure I've seen Shawn Michaels Mankind. And I do recall enjoying it. So I'm hoping this uh, watch through in context, I will once again at least enjoy the main event. The uh, From what I remember, this show's kind of a hidden gem. Like well, it's, I, been, it's been a minute since I've watched it. but It's been a long time since I've uh, watched it as well. Well, I really hope it holds up because, unfortunately, I feel like a lot of people look back at this time and think there's a lot of hidden gems. And, unfortunately, <laughs> Bret Hart and Diesel is not one of them, as many people oh. like to pretend it is great and it was fucking boring as shit. So I'm hoping that um, it's not the – we don't have our nostalgia blinders on and that it's actually going to be a pretty fun show. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited now. Ask me in an hour. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, I have some late breaking news. Okay. As I chew on hot carrots. Okay. And roughly, well, let me get my dating correct here. Now, this won't really matter to anybody who's actually listening, because by the time this comes out, it's probably already happened. Oh, wow. It's next, it comes out next week. Yeah, in about a week and a half. (laughs) I will be $34,000 richer than I am right now. Oh. Wait. <laughs> hey, are you selling your car? I am selling my 1979 Trans Am. Wow. This is breaking news. So, needless to say, we're we're leaving Florida. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but after going on four years now, 
Uh, I've lived in Florida. We are leaving Florida. And instead of paying to ship my car and any expenses down the road when it comes to repairs or cosmetic things, I've decided I've had my fun with it. I've owned it for two years. I've driven it. I've taken it to car shows. You know, I've put a lot of work into it. And now I feel like it's kind of time for uh, the car to pay me back a little bit because your boy wants a Tesla. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I knew this shit was getting somewhere. Oh, so what he's doing is he's trading a Trans Am for $34,000 and he's putting twenty grand down on a new Tesla. Okay. Um, and pocketing fourteen. So... I've almost doubled my money as far as what I'll be selling the car for, which in two years is fucking great. Even after all the shit you put into it? Yep. Okay, that's good. Um, so, yeah, I can't really complain. I'm going to miss it, but, again, I won't be able to drive it all year round anymore. I won't know a good mechanic anymore, so, like, I'll have to start from scratch with that if I were to bring it there. Um, I'm just cutting my losses. I've had my fun, and I want to cash in. So that's what I've decided to do. Nice. And a gentleman is coming from Washington State. And get this. He's picking it up. He's flying here. He's picking the car up. And he's driving it back to Washington State. Wow. From Florida. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty scary because, like, I've never sold a car before. So that's weird. How is he going to pay you? With a cashier's check. Okay. I called sure the bank today and confirmed that it was legit. So. Oh, you did? Yeah. He owns an insurance agency, so dude's got money. So 34 grand to him is probably not a lot of money. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. I'm, congratulations. So on top of being excited for this episode, I'm also excited that in the next week and a half, I'm uh, I'm making moves. Um, you guys, cool, you guys, you guys are moving in like June, right? Mm-hmm. So I like, Katie's moving in August. Okay, so right. like, uh, does that mean come like late September you're gonna help me move or? Maybe. Let me know ahead of time. I'm letting yeah, you know now here in March. I'll have to consider it because Bob didn't help me move either time. No, I'm saying, like, let me know before the weekend of. Right. Well, uh, Dallas, you never asked. That's not true. Yeah. When that is not, that's not true. I've helped Bob move before. When did you help, when did you help me move? Or when did, I, when did you ask me to help you move? Uh, Bob, I don't have fucking dates. Yeah, I want proof. I asked you when Kaylee brings me my food in a couple minutes, I'll I'll ask her for you. Yeah, well, I you never asked me. Bullshit. You told me, hey, I'm moving on this day, and I didn't say anything. Nah, I definitely asked you, and you told me no. Bullshit. 100%. You told me no. You literally well, said, I'm not moving other people's bullshit. That is not what Yes, I said. it is, dude. There's no Hold way on. that I said that. I don't know. I kind of believe Dallas on this one. <laughs> I help. I've helped people move. A yeah, bunch but we of know times. you. Was hate I? It, Bob. Was, oh, I fucking despise it. But did Bobby I? He told me no twice. I've moved twice, and since I've known Bob, and he didn't help me move either time. Wow, what a best friend. 
that's not even true, dude. Austin helped me move once, and then the other time he's in Florida, so it doesn't really count. I, was I Wait, working? Where, oh, I did. I was help probably move. working, dude. I worked one to ten forever. <laughs> Bob, listen, it's fine, but you told me no. You didn't say you were working. You just said no. Uh, but it's I okay. I was probably working. <laughs> you know, I was working one to ten. You're probably like, oh, I'm moving Saturday at nine. Nah, I probably told you before that, but. Who's helping me move in June, assholes? Uh, once company. again, I just said you're in Florida, so it's a little different here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably going to have some You've only visited me one, fucking once. Yo, yeah, I've been there oh, once. Actually, I've, been there tw- there. I've actually been there twice. I was there once. Piece of shit. I was also never invited. This Listen, I'm moving seven so, hours away from Syracuse, and I still ain't visiting you pieces of shit. Probably not. Um, nope. Dallas has got Bumbo friends. Bob fucking makes friends with the four walls in his apartment. It's just, I'm just left in the cold out here. Well, you're going to be fucking soon, okay? So, it's bullshit. You know, it is what it is. Um, Bob bullies me. You don't want to talk to me or see me. It's just, this is my life. Listen, I have been gotten better at fucking texting You are. Back, so. I'll give you credit. You were. Because you're fucking it. crying about it. I, well, no, I just think it's lame, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> you're fucking crying about <laughs> What were we talking about the other day? Something about Star Wars or something. Yeah, the new uh, Obi-Wan trailer and shit oh, like that. Oh, yeah, I'm ready for that. My, my favorite thing that I've ever done to Austin was literally FaceTiming him at work at seven o'clock in the morning or whatever because he texts me back about my website so i fucking facetimed him and he was just like yeah what what's up dude <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> that's funny bob bob facetimed me the other night because there was a there was a lot of confusion so we just had to we just had to yell at each other yeah, on facetime so, but no, no no listen i was like dead tired Wicked. I could tell when we were talking, Bob. So yeah. Wicked tired. And like, I was just like, I was trying to, because th- I owe, so I owe Dallas money for uh, Rebellion, and then I owe my other buddy money for a trip to Philly on the second. So I was just trying to figure out all my expenses here, and I was like, okay, well, I, Dallas, I paid Dallas fifty dollars for AEW for the pay per view, because I was like, oh man, I'll buy it, whatever. No big deal. And I was like, just take it off the tickets. Which were what? One fifty? It was like one fifty five or some shit. I, I even, okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I'm thinking, <clears throat> all right. I owe him a hundred and five dollars. Wouldn't you think that? Uh no, I'd think you were splitting it. Right. So here's the thing. So well, I paid him fifty dollars because I was like we're not splitting. I'll give you fifty dollars. Because because I paid for the pay per view. I paid for the tickets and the pay per view. Oh right. okay. So and I gave him fifty dollars, right? So then when I forgot that part, that aspect of like he paid for it, like and I'm giving him money right. to cover. So technically I and then he goes, oh take it off. It'd the be tickets. different. It'd be different if I paid for it flat out. Right. 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 But I didn't because like I forgot yeah. that I didn't do that. Like and he so, still paid for it. So anyway, I'm fucking dead tired. I'm watching fucking some bullshit college basketball game that, or some pro game that I'm losing at, and I'm just fucking frustrated. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm texting him, and he's like, no, it's 
or whatever. And I was like, what? And I was like doing the math. I was like, wait, if I one, I, in my head I thought it was one fifty. So I was like, one fifty minus fifty is not a hundred. And I tried to like relay that. And then he was like, Bob, I paid for it. And then if I paid for that, then I'm, I'm losing out on money on here. And I was like, what are you talking about? So I fucking FaceTime him. You were hustling him. No, I was. I was trying. Yeah, but I was I trying to go- pull a fast one. I was like, Bob, that means I'm out extra. Fi- I'm yeah. out an extra fifty dollars. <laughs> I don't mind paying people what I owe them. I hate owing people money. Right. I'm not, I'm not like Joe Sweet, where I'll take fucking three and a half years to pay you twenty five dollars for. And you gotta bag them at the event to get the money. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't gonna do that. Yeah, we we have a rule now that. Uh, I don't if like it, tickets, if it's outside of the four of us, then I need money front. Like right. I need the money and you ain't getting no refund. No. Which also, I, you, you, you would be included if that a case arises, of course, you can be included right. in the core, the core group, but we've been, I've been getting screwed. Dude. Every time it's, uh, it's like, dude, uh, Billy, <laughs> he's not going. And it's like, dude, I just paid $125 or whatever. So what that, do you end up doing in that case? You're just fucked. We uh, fucking I, find I some Bob. No, no, no. There's a couple no, things no. that has happened. Bob. I usually fucking eat the ticket for Dallas, so he doesn't get fucked. Bob's done that a couple times. He's also like begged other people to come. I've met more people that Bob knows from work than I can even keep track of at this point. Yeah. Because like they're always like the fill-ins, and Bob feels bad because he's like a, almost making them go with us, so he'll buy the he'll pay for the ticket. Yeah, like I had a tough time for. Was it? The, I think it was a two CW one. Two CW was tough. Cause I was like, I think what Fred, my buddy Fred. I don't think he paid. He paid for AEW, but he did not pay for two CW. Because I was. Ready Joe sure. Floyd? No, not after yeah. Mm-hmm. But I fucking was like, dude, front row tickets. It's like it's one hundred seventy five dollars. <laughs> I'll fucking pay for it. I basically paid three fucking front row tickets. What yeah, a yeah. fucking show. He did. So now, yeah, we we, we it, have a rule. Was it worth almost four hundred dollars? Probably not. Right. But it was a good time. Yeah, it yeah. was a good time. Uh, yeah. So we have a rule now, um, and it's just how it has to be. I mean, you know, when you deal with people for years, it's just not worth it anymore. Oh, especially the people we deal with. They're uh, you can't trust them as far as you can fucking throw them. So. And I can barely throw or pick any of them up. So, yeah. that being said, that's where I'm at with that. Good memories. Um, all right. You guys aren't here for our complaining about tickets and... Uh, Friendship. La- and lack of <laughs> no. Friends no. move. Uh, by the way, Dallas, I'll need you probably September 28th. What? Uh, what? No. Uh, I'm probably going to need you, uh, let's see here. It's going to probably have to be, no, not September 20th. Probably you the help weekend, me, I'll help you, dude. The weekend of the 24th of September. Of September. Let me let me look at my calendar. Uh, it's trash oh. day. I got to take the trash out. Bob, I'm going, yeah. to Ve- I'm going to Vegas that weekend. Oh, you are? No. Oh, okay. I, uh, I got to organize my sock drawer. Yeah, I definitely got to do that. I got to organize my Funko Pop collection. Got to take the cat to the vet. Uh, my autograph binder. Right. You guys are just real gems. 
Uh, all right, but we're here for the In Your House number 10, Mind Games. September 22nd, 1996 at the Core States Center, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The attendance here is 13,000. There is no um, tagline. <laughs> so. Oh, there there wasn't? I thought they... Sh- I don't know, I guess maybe you're right. No, I'm looking at the the uh, poster. It just says Mind Games. and like, well, I bought pay-per-view. No, you might be right. There's no other thing. Uh, I'll do... So on Free For All, Savio Vega defeated Marty Jannetty in mm. 5 minutes and 22 seconds. And then after the show, there were three dark matches, which featured Jake Roberts defeating Hunter Hearst Helmsley in 8 minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, my God. Farouk defeating Mark Merrow in six minutes and twenty three seconds. Wait a second, is that is that the finals? No, it's a dark match. Oh, so they didn't like tape that? That's not like no, kind of... no, no. These are not taped on the. That's going to be on the live raw today. Live raw. Okay, okay. I was like, wait a second, what's happening here? No, no. Uh, Psycho Sid defeated Vader. In nine minutes and ten seconds. Oh, God, nine minutes. Here is the rundown for the actual card for my games that we're about to watch. Savio Vega taking on Justin Bradshaw in a Caribbean strat match. Jim Cornette will be taking on Jose Lothario. The WWF Tag Team Champions, the Smoking Guns, defending against Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. Jerry Lawler will be in action against Mark Henry. The Undertaker will be squaring off against Goldust in a final curtain match. And the main event for the WWF World Championship, World Championship, Shawn Michaels defending against Mankind. So that is the show <clears throat> to watch. Well, and here's the thing. Number one, first and fucking foremost, Owen and Bulldog are winning the straps tonight. They better. I think it would, I would be shocked if they didn't. Quickly. Yeah. So that's happening. Okay. And then if you look at the rest of the card, it's not terrible. Uh, I don't quite understand the Justin Hawk, Bradshaw, Savio Vega strap match. But Well, you'll remember at uh, SummerSlam, Bradshaw beat up Vega after oh, yeah. Vega lost to Owen Hart. That's right. Yeah, but like a strap match? <laughs> Fucking why? I don't know. Because he just had one at Beware of Dogs, so they're like, yo, let's do that shit again. That's probably, yeah. Isn't it his specialty match? Yeah. So you have that. Undertaker and Goldust in a final curtain match. They're like, no, no, no. It ain't going to be casket. That's too predictable. Instead. It's going to be a final curtain match. What could be a... I don't even know what a final curtain match is. Here's could what it, I'm picturing. Could it be like a last man standing match, but it's just the final curtain? I, I picture Probably. like the backlot brawl kind of situation. See, what I'm picturing is like two times worth what you both just said. So like off to the side of the entrance, there's <laughs> there's like an area, right? And the curtain's open. Okay. <laughs> You gotta pull the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta beat your opponent up so bad, dude. (laughs) You throw him in that little area. Uh, You gotta close the fucking shower curtain. Oh my god. Curtain, dude. 
And if it ain't that, I'm turning this shit the fuck off. If it ain't that. Because why did you call it that name? Uh, I feel like you're going to be turning that shit off. Because I don't <laughs> think that's how that's going to play out. It's kind of like, um, what is it, a stretcher match where you got to put your opponent on it and like roll it up the ramp? Or right. It's- yeah. Yeah. Oh, it could. It could be that too. I don't even. Know. I don't even remember. So when I do, when we do see it here, uh, I'll be seeing it and remembering it for the first time in a long time. Uh, all right. If you guys want to watch along with us, head over to Peacock. Go to WWE. Go to Premium Events. Find in your house. Click on it. Go to season two, episode five. It's going to say mind games. You're going to click on it. It's going to buffer for probably about, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to start playing. Well, hang on. Now you've gone too far. Screech, stop. You went. No, we haven't started yet. All right. I'm going to count down from three. <laughs> when I say play, that's when you hit the play button screech. Okay? All right. Three, two, one, play. That's right, baby. Behold the face of fear, the mind of madness. Behold the horror that will could soon be champion. Guys, that's that's the boyhood dream right there. That's like sad Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels v. Mankind mind games. And then there's the Undertaker. Undertaker. Oh. It's Kiss. Why is Goldust getting a green tint over his trunk? Yeah, I don't know what's happening here. No, it's supposed to be gold. It ain't. Oh, it's what's supposed to be. Guys, that's the Underfaker. The gold in the dark version? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot they were a little item, that gold dust and uh, mankind deal. Yeah. Sean's got a unibrow. John Michaels has had a unibrow since about 1992. Yeah. At this point. I think Mankind's going to win the WWF world title. <laughs> what the fuck? He's going to do it. Not He's going to put butts in the seats. He's going to get screwed over. No. They seem to be scared of heel champions at this time. Correct. Holy... <laughs> Was our last heel champion Bob fucking Backlund for a day? Well, if so, there you go. Back in November of 94? Wait a second. Because he lost it to Diesel, and then Diesel had it for a year. Yeah, and then Diesel turned heel for a little while. He wasn't champion, though. Mm. Because he lost to Brett, and Brett had it, and now Sean has it. Oh, wow. Wow. They were, like, scared of that. It was because they're losing fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Vince is back. No uh, Kevin Kelly. That sucks. Hey, Sonny, fat guys hit harder? Is that what that science just said? Mm-hmm. 
I like the Mr. Perfect song commentary, even though he doesn't usually contribute very much. Vince McMahon for God. Why does uh, Mr. Perfect look like he's not filling out his suit? Because it's Vince's. I guess it could be. Oh, here comes Justin Hawk Bradshaw. This guy sucks. I like Bradshaw. Oh, fuck off. What do you like about him? His tits? His long hair. His wrangly jacket. Yeah. His manager. I liked the cabinet. What cabinet? (laughs) Yeah, I like Bradshaw in like 2004 too, but... uh, See, dude, I don't think I even like him then. Orlando Jordan. The Basham Brothers. There's one instance where I like Bradshaw, and Dallas knows what it is. Oh, yeah. The big show stuff? (laughs) Your God. With the dart when he got hit with the... No, 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 no. Luke. No, no, no. That wasn't JBL. That was Kurt Angle. JBL got shot with a tranquilizer dart and fought a blow-up dinosaur in the middle of a SmackDown ring. So don't even tell me shit, motherfucker. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who shot him with the tranquilizer? I don't remember. I th- I don't know. I think he shot himself or some bullshit. Yeah, I think he might have accidentally hit himself or something like that. I remember the only tranquilizer thing I remember is Kurt Angle. Had no, like he, this fucking super soaker of a gun. Yeah, no, that happened. Big show with it. Yeah, but they JBL, like shaved his head, right? It's something. Yeah, I did. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But JBL wrestled a blow up dinosaur after getting like he like did it to himself or something. When he, he was, was champion into it. I don't know for sure if it was when he was champion or not, but he oh. was talking to the dinosaur and he was calling it Big Show and he's like, I know you're Big Show because Big Show eats pizza. And yeah, he, like, he likes pizza. With, with his fucking hat. And then Big Show came out or something, but JBL was faking it the whole time and, like, fucking Pearl Harbored him. Oh, so he wasn't shot with a tranquilizer. It, not really, but the whole night leading up to that point, it was like, oh, he, it's like he's drunk. He swerved him. Yeah. Bradshaw is whipping Vega with the strap. So it's kind of proving here that this may be not uh, Savio's specialty. I don't like on the back of his tights. It's just a big brown shit log, and it says the hawk across it. I think you're a hater, dude. My favorite thing is when he will do the horns, and then he just goes, Well, that's because automatically, if you're from Texas, you have to be Stan Hansen. Right. So Exactly. That's definitely what has been inspired here. Hey, did you see you guys in the bottom left corner? No, I didn't. What was it? Oh, I don't know if I'm going to tell you. I know what it. it is. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. That's Tommy Dreamer, Sandman, and Paul Heyman. Right in the he- front row. Whoa. That's one of the reasons I remember this show, to be honest. Yeah. Is like the ECW involvement. Dude, they're doing the mind games to the WWF. Savio pulls uh, Hawk Bradshaw into the ring post by using the Caribbean strap. Now, whenever we have some downtime during the show, I, I can tell you guys my story from the signing I just went to. 
Um, oh, y- yesterday as of this recording. Beer into Savio's face. Now he's hitting himself with a beer can. Paul Heyman's like, "What are you doing?" And Tommy Dreamer's like, "What?" I'm the crowd's like, "What the fuck?" Dude, they're wicked confused. They've been saying there's this group in Philadelphia trying to make a name for themselves. Sandman smoking a cigarette. Sure is. You can't do that. How many Dreamer is just standing there? I thought he was going to do something more. He's just just hanging out. Not really adding anything to the segment. There's still, like, beer on the camera, so there's just, like, a big glob of, like, wetness. I kind of wish that they would have done, like, uh, Sandman and Sabu, just so I could see Sabu in casual wear. <laughs> like, how he would probably would have been in a suit, to be honest. Sabu would have? Yeah, three-piece suit. It looks like they're trying to kick him out. I don't know if they're actually left yet. It's pretty interesting, though, because now, obviously, all the attention's away from the match. Yeah. Look, look at everyone in the crowd. Yeah. Okay, to their knowledge, Savio Vega has never lost a Caribbean strap match. That's what they're saying. Oh, back suplex. And this match is one where you have to touch all four corners. You don't just... Uh, get the lame version, yeah. yeah. Now, do you guys say Caribbean or Caribbean? I Dep- say Caribbean. I'd say it depends. I just repeated what they said on commentary. I probably... I probably mix it up. Like when it comes to chicken, do you say Caribbean or Caribbean jerk? I'd say Caribbean probably. Or wait, Caribbean? No, I don't know. I would Caribbean. Just say, I'd say Caribbean. I would, I would just say chicken. I would say Caribbean jerk. Just like I would say Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, that's a, that's the movie. Yeah, but some people say it Pirates of the Caribbean. No, that's not that's not what it is. Well, tomato, tomato, motherfucker. All right, well, you don't Savio's up to three corners now. Well, maybe not. He can reach that counts. That counts with his foot, right? Yeah. Why is Harvey Whipple in the fucking ref? Uh, well, because uh, Bertha Faye, I think, dumped him and then left. Fucking downtown no Bruno. So I hate him as downtown Bruno in Memphis. Come on, dude. He, no, he drives me nuts. Why? Oh, but you like him as Harvey Whippleman? Get the fuck out of here. I like him better as Harvey Whippleman because at least, uh, unlike Memphis, he's not on the TV every fucking segment. I don't like him at all. He was part of the reason why I had to take a break from watching Memphis. I was like, dude. Really? So he was a good heel, dude. No, he was not a good heel. One of the times, okay, with fucking this Whippleman fella, Bruno. I'm pretty sure it was Bruno. Was, uh, his, I th- I could be wrong. Mike Campbell will probably message me and be like, no, Bob, that wasn't that. But it's still funny. He, he abducted Big Bubba <laughs> and put him in, like, an abandoned house in, like, bumfuck Tennessee. And Big Bubba, who was, who is Typhoon, Fred Ottman, brought a camera to the location and then explained what they did to him. 
I don't know about you guys, but if I was abducted <laughs> to a house in the middle of nowhere, I broke free. I'm not going to go back to that same house with a camera crew. You might. And tell you how it happened. You never so know. They, tor- they tortured me. They, they uh, tied me to a chair. They were pouring water on me. There's no cable here. There's no heat. I was freezing. But I broke free. Downtown <laughs> Pluto. I'm coming back for revenge. Horrible. Is this map's done yet? Speaking of horrible. This isn't that bad. I'm bored as fuck already. Come on, dude. Touch- he didn't even touch the corner. He kind of did. He, like, walked by it. Hey, yo. Don't bring that up. It's a well, Vegas following him along the back. He's also touched three. Yeah, of course he has. Savio. Are you kidding me? He pulled him forward and then ducked under, and then Savio touched the fourth corner to win the match. Yup. Sure did, dude. So Bradshaw beat himself. Yeah. yeah. All right. That was a pretty uninspired opening match, I'd say. I would not have opened with that match, to be honest no, with you. No, I don't, I don't think I would have either. Well, let's be real. The exciting part of it was the ECW stuff. For sure. And now, that, that's being, that being said, if you knew what ECW was, it's really exciting. And if you didn't, now you're like, wait, what the heck just happened? Yeah, like, what was that? And I hate to say it, guys, but I feel like probably 70 to 75% of that crowd does not know who ECW is. They did start to cheer when, um, like, Sandman was raising his hand. So I think then a lot of them probably realized who they were. Uh, I think we'd be surprised of how many people in that crowd would be aware of it. I mean, at King of the Ring, there was a pretty good fucking chant. That's a really good point. In June of 95. I mean, they are in their hometown and, like... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's quite there yet, though. Because don't forget, ECW hasn't been on pay-per-view yet. And they operate out of a bingo hall that fits fucking 350 people. In the city that they're in for this show, though. I know. Right, so, like, the TV exposure is there. I think we Yeah, two in the fucking morning... Better hey. than nothing. I'm not even counting TV exposure. Usually, you know, if, if you're a wrestling fan, you know if wrestling's happening in your town. Plus, I mean, they, the magazines, man, like if you bought a Pro Wrestling Illustrated, you know ECW is a thing. Yeah, but that's not the majority of the crowd. I mean. You don't think a good percentage of the people in that crowd would at least look through a Pro Wrestling Illustrated at the newsstand? Guys, guys, this is fake. That he's wearing a suit. <laughs> it's Vader. It's red and black. It's Vader. I've never Fortnite. seen, like, you, you guys remember, like, Roly Poly Oly? <laughs> I mean, what is God? Razor and Diesel are beating up Jose Lothario. Oh, no, what? it's Savio Vega. What the fuck? I feel like he could have, I feel like the cameraman could have opened that door. Guys, Razor and Diesel just beat up Savio Vega. I love that's how they fucking debut. <laughs> Razor and Diesel from a distance, and you run up. So you think Kevin Nash and Razor Ramon returned to the WWF to attack Savio Vega. They did. 
Well, that's the main reason they were there. <laughs> Guys, what? can we just look at Roly Poly Cornette right here? Holy shit! Why? Like, why does his bottom half look enormous? It's kind of like when you take a Lego person and you put all different body parts that don't go together, and that's what you end up getting. Right. This is the Jim Cornette minifigure. <laughs> his bottom what? half is so big because of all the Wendy's he's eating. I was thinking it's obviously because he just shit his pants and his diaper's full from pissing all day in it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he's in the Vader outfit. Hey, uh, Dallas, when we go to Poughkeepsie, would you judge me if I wore a diaper? No, but I really don't want you to shit your pants. Right. Wait, you can't just shit your pants and sit in shit pants. Sure you can. I'm wearing a diaper. Okay, then you get diaper rash. No, you pull over. You can't sit in your own shit, dude. Wait a second. I wouldn't be sitting in it for hours. I'd bring multiple diapers. How about you get Why the don't shit? you see a fucking doctor instead of having oh to wear God. diapers at 30? I what thought it was... This? Guys, I thought it was Shawn Michaels coming out. <laughs> it is. Because it's his music. Basically, they didn't want to give us Vader and Shawn again, so this is the match we're getting instead. I hope the railing falls over because people are so excited. For Jose. Jose there. I would have opened with this. This is going to be a barn burner. He's wearing a... Of course he is. That's awesome. Of course he is. Hey, he me top. I hope this goes 25 minutes. Holy shit. He's 62 years old. That's basically the same age as uh, Carlos Colon at the 1993 Royal (laughs) Rumble. He was a young wonder. Yeah. Young whippersnapper. Come on, Cornette. Jim Ross says Cornette looks like a giant Twinkie getting bounced around. (laughs) What kind of Twinkie is he eating? Cornette's got to have one of the ugliest bodies I've ever seen in my life. Well, that's kind of what I, I mean. Like, I can't Probably even, like, wrap my head around the shape that it is. Probably why he's in a full bodysuit. So nobody can see it. He's got a very Mike Wazowski midsection. 100%. Oh, my God. See, why did we even do that, though? He just won that in under a minute with just punches. If it were me, I'd have Cornette go over. Because we're two matches deep, and we are at 17 minutes and 46 seconds of In Your House Mind Games. I don't even know why. I don't even know what that served. Like that was. It probably took it took Cornette longer to put all of that stuff on than yeah. the match. Yeah. Yeah. I hope this goes to Jose's head and he thinks that he's the new. Show. I'm gonna make a comeback. Yeah. Sean, Sean, Sean. They're not talking about you. They're not cheering for you. They're trying. They're, they're cheering for me, Jose Laterio. What is this? Oh, okay. Mark Marino hey, and Farouk are on the phone. 
And they are. Wait, well, Sonny's on another phone too. And Sable's just standing there. And you know damn well, whoever's talking to Mark Merrill's like, uh, hey, is this Mark Merrill? He's like, yeah, this is. He's like, um, can I talk to Sable? <laughs> if I was talking to Farouk, I'd be like, hey, man, why are you wearing that hat? The Farouk, helmet. Is that, uh, is that thing made out of uh, foam core, or what is that? Yeah, what is that? And I'd be like, uh, hey, Sonny, can I get a promo code for your OnlyFans? <laughs> Dallas had Tori Wilson sign a Playboy, which I think is awesome. Yeah, that's awkward, dude. It was Hey, you're naked in this and your vagina's out. Will you sign it? Hey, yeah, hey, I've I've uh jerked off of this about eight hundred times. Can you like, no. put your they were, first off, they were selling them at the table as well. But Wow, I'm surprised they were. How many of her own Playboys did she buy? Oh, here comes Brian Pillman. Fuck you out of this. Fuck you out of the outfit, the look. The Philadelphia crowd, if Bob's saying they're all smart fans, knows who the fuck this I is. I mean, they have to. Let me trim up my volume here. Yeah, they know who oh, this wait, asshole is. Now they're going to Bret. Yeah, because he's supposed to be doing an interview with Bret Hart. Well, let me tell you, Brian Pillman, I'm is not going to be there. Brian Pillman, you are a liar. Because I'm filming The Lonesome Dove. I ain't going there. They're a liar. It's where I play a Western cowboy. Make sure to watch. I really need you guys to watch it so I don't have to rustle anymore. Pillman talking about that he is an honest man. He's got proof. He also doesn't call 911 if you look at his shirt. Yeah, it does, yeah. And it's got a gun on it. Um, how many how many Playboys did Tori Wilson have? Well, I don't know. I had my own that was unopened in the plastic. Did you open it to have her sign it? I opened it right at the table to sign it. Wow. And she was very nice. She wasn't like, hey, this is weird. No. I noticed on all your pictures that we can't see where your right hand is. So what were you doing with it when you had pictures with the women? Holding his marker. Depends Depends which woman it was. Trish, where was your hand? Upper shoulder. Scarlet Bordeaux. Also upper shoulder. Why wouldn't you do lower back? Because uh, they're, Trish Stratus is the same height as me. It's also kind of weird. Uh, on Tori Wilson, she had such big heels on that it was on her, like, hip because she was tall as fuck compared to me. Brian Pillman's just so fucking cool, man. Well, he's talking to Owen. I guess that counts as a heart. He's just, uh, he's got that quality where you want to see him get his ass whooped. Like, you want somebody to beat up Brian Pillman. Hard, King, King of, of farts. farts. <laughs> nice. Wow, original. I don't know if I would say, I don't know if I feel like Brian Pillman has the the vibe of like, oh, I want to see him get his ass kicked. 
feel like that's what people see at the time. They're like, fuck this guy. Owen does too. You want to see Owen get his ass. Owen, Owen, I can see that. But and it's Oli's bulldog that's protecting him, and he's like, "Go, oh, yeah. I want to fucking wring that guy's neck." Yeah, but with Pillman, I feel like he's got like a cool vibe to him. Well, like, obviously, yeah, but so like, I don't know if I want to see. I feel like if you're a fan cheering on like every face on the card, and you see Brian Pillman, you're like, "Oh, I want him to get beat up too." Where's that jacket? I want that fucking vest. Brian Myers has like um, a version of it that he like made for himself and Impact. Yeah, I want that. Uh, of course, we can't even go one episode with a fucking Impact reference. Yeah, I met a lot of uh, Impact wrestlers. Oh my god! Are they just talking shit about Brett here? Yes. Brett's scared. Oh, see, so he's not scared of you. He's not even that scared of me. He's a little scared of me. But the reason that he's scared, and the fear is in his eyes, is for none other reason than the 1996 King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And remember, we saw them all together on Raw last week. Oh, so we got to talk to this man and we bring him out. <laughs> Holy shit here. Look at coming. this motherfucker, dude. He's still coming out to the ringmaster, and if he does not look like the ringmaster, I don't know. Like it does not fit the character that music. He's got all. the gold chain. He's got his leather vest. Austin three sixteen on the back. Stone cold with a skull. I mean, like that. We we are <laughs> we're pretty much there. We've almost yeah. We're pretty, but like we're only missing like a beer can at this point. That's kind of crazy. Mind you, Pillman gave that gold necklace to him. He did? Yeah, when they were Hollywood blondes, he bought them both gold necklaces. That's why Steve Austin still wears it all the time. Oh. Yep, I did remember hearing that. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. That's actually really cool that he still wears it. Is it bad that I can still picture them as a team, even as these two versions of each other? Well, right. Well, here's the thing. Like, I feel like if you, let's say I was a WCW fan in 1993, and I stopped watching for three years, and I t- tune into this, I'm going to be like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> and, if, yeah. and, if you, and if you guys were like, that's stunning Steve Austin, I'd be like, get the fuck out. No way. That's not stunning, Steve Austin. What are you talking about? And they'd be like, no, that's stunning, yeah. Steve. He looks nothing like what he was just a year ago. No, yeah, for sure. It's unreal. Like, even the way he's talking, I, I hope right. you do come back soon. Someone's going to get their ass whipped. Dude, this guy is so fucking cool. Because <laughs> so cool said so. <laughs> Wait, so that... was so filming screaming at the fans. <laughs> so that was all like just trashing Brett saying, I dare you to come back. Yeah. 
I thought it was going to be. I thought Steve was going to attack Pillman. No. Pillman, Owen, and Stone Cold, they're like trying to get Brett back so they can all beat him up. Yeah, pretty much. Mark Henry said, man, I wonder if it's made out of chocolate. Are you supposed to touch it? <laughs> no. That dude's rubbing the Liberty Bell. Are you going to tell Mark Henry no? Yeah, no, not Look really. Look at him patting the horse. The horse is like, can you fucking stop your bullshit? Guys, you're not going to believe this. What? So, we know that Austin has, uh, he's profited. He's he's going to be $35,000 richer. Well, yeah. well, I got even better news. Mick Price, one of our loyal listeners, has offered to buy me a complete series of Goosebumps for $400. Wait, the books? Yeah. No, tell him to give them to me. No. I, <laughs> he sent me a link on market, from Marketplace for, for three bucks. And I was like, Nick, I want them all, though. I'm not going to buy just three bucks. That's it. I'm not a lunatic. And he said, I saw one set for 400 That's not bad at all, because if you look, dude, it's like a grand usually. Right. And I said, and you're buying it for me. And he said, did you hear something? I could have sworn I heard wishful thinking. You son of a bitch. <laughs> That's him replying back. I've given you four years of free material. I'm looking up Goosebumps books. Dude. I have given you four years. Not years, years. Four years. We're not being checked up by trainers in the back. Three. He's signing his rights away, dude. Hey, this one's only a hundred. Hey, that's not bad. So you're hyping it up, but you didn't even look at it. You got you just found one cheaper. Oh, this is not the full run. Oh. Well, wait now. Yeah, because this is what three hundred bucks, right? Yeah, that wasn't even a hundred of them. Yeah. Oh my God, one through sixty-two. That's what the four hundred dollars was. That's not all of them. No. Well, you know, you might kind of have to piece it together, guys. You can't just get it all. Well, that's bullshit. This guy said, Mick says, I pay with it with my time listening to your banter. Then I want well, a refund. That's actually a really great point, to be honest with I you. I want a refund. Man. There's a reason that this podcast is free. It's because you have to put up with our bullshit to get to you you know, know anything what? that's happening there in the show. You're absolutely right. Wait, I have a shocking development here on the Goosebumps series. Oh, okay. God. Apparently, in the original run, there was only 62 bucks. Ooh, there you go. Oh, wait, look at That's right, supposed well, to be Sonny's picture. Two bulldog and <laughs> All my love, Sonny. They drew on her face. <laughs> Fuck yeah to that. She looks like Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Al. <with laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Fuck yeah. Uh, well, then what about all the other books? Yeah, there's like several series. Well, what the Man, hell? You guys aren't doing good research. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to research before you buy. I don't want to pay $400 for only 62 bucks. I used to have so many Goosebumps books, but all the covers were pieces of shit by the time. Yo, dude, they fell apart. Well, yeah, and then you'd get them secondhand, and it's like missing half the cover, and it's like, oh, well. I remember I signed up for them, and then uh, 
My dad canceled it because I wouldn't read them. If you think about it, though, Bob, four hundred dollars for the sixty whatever books that you just said. Sixty-two. Sixty-two, right? So four hundred. Yeah. Sixty-two books. You're only paying about six fifty if you round up for each book. That's really not right. bad. Well, when I would go to the Scholastic uh, bull, uh, bookstore, <laughs> they were about two fifty. Okay, so what year was that? No, we they were infl- more than that. We can do inflation. Bob went to school in the eighties. No, I went to uh, – that would have been 1996. Okay, so let's do an inflation calculator because Bob wants to be a smart ass. I'm evading it. I the smoking guns it. are not winning this match, and if you think so, just shut it off. And uh, Mick Price, if, I'm going to start – I'm starting a Patreon, and no longer can you listen to this for free. And, what if, year? You do, what year? and if you do listen to it free, there's ads now, so fuck you. What year? 96. 96. Okay, so, you, I mean, really, in 2022, I still think you're getting a good deal. If you paid 250 per book, it would cost 452 now, but now you're trying to tell, you're thinking about getting an old item that's almost 30 years old. You're getting a pretty good deal. Only a $2 upcharge? Here's one. They got all the bookmarks and all the fucking postcards still in the books. Whoa. Uh, 1349. Well, our buddy here, Austin Skinner, will be able to get his boost, Goosebump collection in a week and a half. That's insane. That's a lot of fucking money. Uh, we got Owen and Billy starting off the tag team match. And, of course, Owen's going to out-wrestle him. And Billy is uh, pissed. These uh, will be worth even more. Like, it's going to go up in value. They oh. had to have re-released them by now, haven't they? Oh, I'm oh. sure they have. No. Oh, they've... They've re-released them. They've Dude, not, it's never all different series, though, now. It's like different runs. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, the originals have not been fucking... I find re-released. that kind of hard to believe. I don't think they've been re-released. That's why they're going for fucking $1,300. No, it's vintage. Vintage. Well, hey, this one's only 600 No, that's not bad. Bart with a scoop slam. He just casually drops Owen there. That is happening one day. I am going to do that. Why not, man? Yeah, I'm doing that. Uh, back to the action here. Bulldog in the ring. Wearing whitey tighties for his gear tonight because he knows he's going home with the strap. So you got to wear the big match white. Big match white. That's right. Of course. Me and Bob talk about it all the time. Bart and Billy Gunn probably should have broke up two years ago. Uh, they probably should have broke up earlier in 96, maybe tail end of 95. I'd say six months after they started, it was probably they've had their run. What? <laughs> what? Seeing as they were always injured and never won the fucking belts. By November of 93, they should have broke up. Yeah, fuck them. They weren't even like a, a focus point until 94. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Dude, he got kicked right in the nuts, dude. What do we have for a time check here, boys? Oh, let's see. We're at 34 minutes and 27 seconds. Sounds about right. You know what? And speaking of nuts, if you want to make sure you have a clean shave, head over to Manscaped. 
Okay, for that so good old ball shaving grooming kit. And guess what? If you type in promo code Icopod, you're probably gonna get an error page because they don't sponsor. <laughs> well, uh, I for one highly recommend Manscaped. Just saying. Great. Now I know that Dallas shaves his nuts. That's great. Uh, it's awesome. Great. Uh, you can use it for all sorts of things. I'm not saying what I'm shaving, in, but. What else do you shave? Well, it's not really anyone's business on this podcast. His ass crack? Your asshole, isn't it? I'm not saying I'm telling you guys what I shave. But let's just say you don't. the ass of a chimpanzee. It doesn't, you don't get nicks from it. So he's talking about his asshole. No, I'm not. Uh, But you also get like, uh, like they send you like gifts. So you can, you have like ball deodorant. And like stuff like that. It's pretty nice. Dallas's ass looks like Donkey Kong's ass. Oh, hey, someone's calling me real quick. Hello? Hey, Dallas, it's me, Bob. Hey, Bob. Uh, just off the podcast, just tell me that it's your, is it your asshole that you're shaving? Yeah, sorry, Bob. I'm uh, recording. I'll go potter right now. I'll have to call you later. Okay, man, I'll talk to you. Okay, goodbye. It's pretty rude that you guys are talking on the phone during the show. I know, and I just realized I forgot to mute my microphone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mute mine either, but that's okay. Just an inside look. Anything's possible. Um, do you guys want to hear how I like wasted my whole day yesterday? <laughs> sure, we'd love to. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? Oh, oh, well, wait, you... spam call. I declined it. <laughs> oh, you got a spam one? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I went. I went to a signing yesterday. Uh, as of this recording, it's obviously not yesterday. Uh, but there's a, there's a bunch of wrestlers there, right? Uh, I had a list. I was like, hey, listen, I gotta, I gotta go meet a bunch of these people. But first off my list, I said, you know what? I'm getting in line to meet Trish Stratus. Oh, she was the first one you went up to? Well, she wasn't going to be. Yeah, started. I guess I mean the biggest name you gotta probably get out of the way, right? Well, she wasn't necessarily. She, I, th- I mean Bray Wyatt was also here, and um, oh, you could, you could wow. argue that he was gonna be the most popular. Britt Baker was there as well. Hmm. Um, Dustin Rhodes was supposed to be, but he had to cancel. Anyways, I decided to go to Trish first. I had to buy a ticket at a separate table and everything. I get in line at about 9.45. In the morning? Yes. We were in Albany by 9.30. Holy shit. Uh, What time did you leave at? Very early. (laughs) Like before 7. Holy shit. And Kaylee was willing to do this. Kaylee did not go. Oh. I went with uh, some friends. Hmm. So, um, the event started officially at 10. You could get in early. You could get in at 9. Some people could get in at 8 if you hit pre-orders. And the event went 10 to 2. I got in line at 9.45 for Trish. Not a bad line at this time. 10 to 2? That's it? That was That's it? Right. So, oh. would you guys like to guess? I don't think I told Bob yet, but if I did, Bob... Don't spoil it. How long I waited in line for Trish Stratus? 25 minutes. Um, you got there at... He was in there technically early. I was there in line at by 9.45. The event started at 10, technically. Um, I feel like that should be quick, but I feel like saying... I'm going to say an hour. I waited four hours in line. Oh... My God. The whole event? The whole event. 
How did you meet anyone else? Well, so here's the deal. As the smoking guns are launching off and barely hits Bulldog. Um, what so, the fuck? So here's the deal. I'm going to try to shorten this as best I can. No, take your time. we got about another hour. That's a good point. I I thought <laughs> Trish was going to start signing at 10 o'clock. I was yeah. A, I could see right. the table where I was in line. It was not a big line. Maybe 20, 30 people in front of me. Maybe. And that might even be pushing it. Um, oh, my God. I so what? I you know how I was mad about when we left Florida and I was like oh, we're gonna move we're right, gonna miss right I would have been thirty Ooh. times angrier than that right smoking guns hit the uh, help me with the name I'm gonna mess Sidewinder. it up Sidewinder yeah that's that's what I thought it was okay and but Owen with his cast the cheater and look Bulldog's arm is on Billy though he is pinning him Harvey count it I mean, that's not Harvey Mike Kyoto what are you doing this is why you got fired you piece of shit. Okay, so you were in Trish's line for four hours. Yeah, so, oh, look at Bulldog. He goes to cover him. Oh, he oh, kicked out. Okay, oh, so. I thought he got him. Oh, I thought she was going to start signing at 10. Well, Trish Stratus decided to get there after 11. So I already <laughs> wasted an hour. <laughs> You're waiting in line for someone that's not even there yet. I didn't, no one knew. Right. No, no one knew. Um, and I'm looking oh. over, and at th- almost at this rate, my one of my friends I was with already met Britt Baker. And I'm like, I should have I should have just gotten the Britt Baker line, right? But now at this point, the Trish line is three times as long. Right. I <laughs> think if you're meeting Trish, you have to do what you did. Well, yeah. So that's that's the short moral of the story here. But I'll get you have it. to like you would have to do that. So I wait, right? And I keep waiting. Now the other issue here is I only bought a combo ticket. I got one photo, one autograph. You could purchase a VIP ticket for nearly double what I paid. You got, I think, an extra autograph, and you got to cut the line. Now, this is where the problem happened. Oh, no. (laughs) The line I was in did not move until after 1 o'clock. Holy shit, dude. Because people kept getting in the VIP line. I'm sitting there, and I'm looking around, and there some wrestlers left at one. They announced it. Some wrestlers were leaving. I didn't have someone with me who could sit in my spot so All I right. could go try to meet others. I've done that with Kaylee before. She stood my, she was with me in line, and I left to meet wrestlers, and then I got oh back. Oh my god! Dude. And people were doing that with their family, which I don't blame them. And I wasn't mad, but uh. Because oh the VIP line did not stop. They didn't cut it off, and they just kept going. Holy shit. And it got – you could feel the excitement. It was so exciting in the beginning. Everyone's like, yeah, this is so cool. Like me and Trish, like, you know, I, this is awesome. People from New Jersey were in front of me and just all sorts of stuff, right? Uh-oh. Oh, well, Billy, Billy and Bart. Bart. Wait, I'm going to pause my story. Running Ooh. Power Slam. That's, That's it, thing. dude. I fucking knew it. Look at that new tag team champions. Finally, are Owen and Bulldog good guys now? They're fuck. They popped huge for that. Yeah, they did. They really did. I'd say they kind of are, which is interesting I, after the segment that Owen was just in. I don't think the smoking guns were that over his heels. Are they just happy they're not the champions anymore? Yeah, I, I think so. You blame them? Oh my God. Sonny can't believe it. 
And when you when Clarence Mason is your manager, you're not the face team. Well, that's a good point no, too. Just blaming Bart. I mean, he did get pinned. Wait, Sunny's got a microphone. I, I I will continue the story in a moment. I want to see what's about to happen here. <laughs> Vince says Sunny's acting like a petulant child. I knew you were going to stumble on that one. I know, I know. I you was did. waiting for. It. <laughs> I was going to not even say it and just say child. <laughs> I that's what I was going to do. I was going to say that she was just acting like a child. <laughs> I thought you guys could really be winners. I like how Sonny's boots are too big for her. (laughs) I like that she keeps squatting down when she's yelling. She fires him. And she dropped the mic, it broke. Oh, fuck. Call them no good wannabe cowboys. Look, she's running away from them because they're chasing her. Oh, no, he's not really running. That was one thing in wrestling school that they told me not to do. Don't throw the fucking mic down. Look at her slap her ass like kiss my ass and like leaving. Oh, poor Billy. He's going to try to win her back, I think. Okay, Um, Kevin Kelly's somewhere in the building. You're telling me, dude. You were there till one before it even moved. Oh, yeah, dude. We did not move. So we finally get moving, and it's like, oh, my God. Actually, before that even, they're at the last person in the VIP line, and then, like, four more got in. So it was, like, constant a constant struggle of, like, we aren't moving. So Trish is late. The VIP line is holding us up, and we literally – and I'm talking literally not moving for four hours. Oh, my God. I would have gave up, dude. I, I would have quit. I would have met other way. people. Like, fuck that. Well, so what ended up happening, we got through the line. I go up to meet Trish. She's very friendly, uh, which, you know, you better be if you're how late you are. I, but, I was just, well, yeah, and you've been waiting for four hours. To she, go, she goes, you know, says hi and everything, asks my name. And she's like, oh, how's your day been? I was like, good. I've just been waiting for you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm sorry about the wait. And I was like, it's okay. Oh, my Because, like, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was actually, I mean, literally. Yeah, that's I was how being I... snarky with the girl who's been trying to meet for four hours. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know, just, just waiting for you. You know, just She's nothing, good. you know, I'm standing just... on my fucking feet all day. <laughs> and listen, just, I don't want to. Just wasting my Sunday waiting in fucking line for you not... and you show up late. That's fine. I not feel to, great. Not to get more sympathy, but I do have a fresh head, too, on my knee and ankle. So I'm, my legs are in pain as well. So it's just like. Well, you chose to do that. You knew what you were doing ahead of time. I, don't I did not know. No, I did not know I was going to be in line that long. <laughs> so after that, I'm like, OK, I finally get out of that line. And now I have to make a decision. Britt Baker's line definitely is another two hours. I cannot do it. The show's supposed to be ending it, too. I cannot do it. So I decide, okay, I had some other people on my list. Time to splurge. So then I met I met Tori Wilson. That was the first one. I said, nope, got to go meet was Tori Wilson. Was her line not big? No, not at that point. Half of the building was empty. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, at this point, pretty much no one had a line. The only, I mean, Bray Wyatt had a line the whole time. Britt Baker's was massive. Trish is wrapped around the whole venue. I mean, it was nuts. Wow. Um, and then the major players, uh, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, oh. they had a decent line. Earlier today on Superstars, Jerry Lawler 
casually dropped coffee on Mark Henry. Um, oh my God, look at him slap him. Look at that outfit. Of Mark is that on the free for all that he slapped him? I think it, it must was. be. Or no. Why hasn't Chalkline released that outfit yet? Oh, it is. That is from earlier today. On the free-for-all, he slapped Henry with doing a debate. Whatever. Right. Who cares? Uh, yeah, so um, then I literally – so every other picture that you guys saw, I ran around within, like, 15 minutes and, like – and they, I got to talk to everyone. For, so it wasn't completely rushed, but, I mean – So you didn't sure. meet Britt Baker? I did not get to meet Britt Baker. Good thing I didn't give you my figure. I was going to tell you. Point. Yeah. Um, I decided, like, you know what? You know, she's she's so relevant now and, like, such a new star, essentially, that I'll have that opportunity again. Whereas, wow. like, whereas, like, Trish, like, I've never had it before, and I don't know if I'll get that opportunity again. So, like, if I just met Trish that day, I would have been okay. But I would I mean, I'm not thrilled with how it, hap- how it happened. Yeah. Well, that's he, a pain in the ass. Is he rustling in the tracksuit, Mark Henry? I fucking hope so, dude. He might be. But, um, no, I did tell Kaylee. Oh, no, he's got. Right, that, he's no, it. listen, my, my friends, I think, were kind of itching to leave at this point, which I don't blame them. And one of them was in line with me for a little bit. Um, but I told Kaylee, I said, if you were there, we would have, I would have gotten that Britt Baker line. Hmm. <laughs> She wouldn't have cared. She would have put up with it and done it because they did oh, sign yeah, she, late. They did sign late, which is very nice of the the wrestlers and the promoters and stuff. They ended up going to almost four, as far as I saw from Twitter. Wow. Holy shit! Wow. So I mean, that's awesome that they did. Well, that. you know what? I wonder if, to an extent, they had to because if people might have prepaid. Right. So. Right. Yeah. So it was tough. Um, for the most part, it's fun. I think it was shittily done, but. Yeah, that sucks. Not bad overall. I mean, it was stressful. And the, the thing that sucks is I, there was a live recording of the, the major pod that I really would have liked to have done. But uh, I guess I'm glad I didn't end up paying to do that because I was in Trish Radis's line when it started, I think. <laughs> um, uh. And then there was a show that night that would have been cool to go to. But, then, you know, it's OK. Uh, I spent plenty of money. And um, I saved a little. I expected to spend more. So. Oh, See, I'm, I'm glad I didn't go to that because, number one, we probably, let's say like you, me, and Kaylee went, and let's say Sarah went to I feel like we would have got suckered into going to the wrestling show. Oh, yeah, we de- they were giving out free tickets. You're damn right. I would have made yeah, everyone like, go. I'd we, say, guys, we, we're going. We would have been like, it's like fucking free tickets. We gotta go. But uh, I would have been pissed for you about waiting for Trish so long that it would have ruined the show. Yeah, it was it was a pretty stressful uh thing and it did suck. And then it just sucked to have to like okay, well, who can I who's here still? Who can I even meet? And then I didn't even get to meet one of the, like I really did want to meet Baker a lot, but um like I said her line was just so huge. There's just no way. I I couldn't because you know, it's also like I said, if if I was with Kaylee or something where it's like I have a little more control over the situation. That's a little different, you know. But it's okay, you know. It's fine. Uh, how about Mark Henry's gear here where the stripes go up on his shoulders and then underneath is, like, no material, so it's just white, like a strap fucking bra? I just noticed that, and I don't really like it. No, not at all. 
also they stalled for a good two minutes before. Yeah, they, they did. Touched. Well, I mean, this is Henry's like first match, isn't it? It is. At least that we are seeing, I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, this you, is not going to be a classic. If you're following along, we're at 50 minutes and 47 seconds. <laughs> we got two matches after this, don't we? Well, they, you know how they like to draw out with packages and, you know, all I sorts of I think we're going to see um, Razor and Diesel again tonight. Yeah. Good. While they're trying for a scoop slam, he's got his fingers right up Henry's asshole, but he's That's not even going Press slam. Almost Holy drops shit. him right on his shoulder. That could have been bad, but Lawler was able to twist himself around just barely. Hooking the tights. Nah, bro, I didn't do that. Man, get I don't the even, fuck off my face. I don't even know how to wrestle yet. How am I going to break the rules? <laughs> I don't even know what rules to break. Uh-oh, here we go. Lawler off the ropes. Nope. Shoulder bike down. Guys, I think Mark Henry's going to take the place and the booking of Ahmed Johnson. No way. God, no. Really? No way. What if, like, Ahmed Johnson couldn't come back, so Vince was like, Mark, I... Oh, oh. What the fuck? he just died. The Jerry oh just died. God, I heard a splat. Why well, didn't he grab the ropes? Yeah, what were we doing? What if what if Vince was up? Hey, uh, Mark, Mark, I need a favor. Uh, Ahmed, he's done. His kidney exploded. Okay. So what we're gonna oh. do? We're gonna we're gonna do this like a soap opera. Mark, I need you to shave your head. <laughs> You're going to be on that Johnson now. We already have our diesel. We already have our razor. razor. Now we need, You're going to be on Yeah, We need our Ahmed. So, what do you say, pal? Lawler has something in his hand. He pulled out of his tights. I would, too, after I fucking lawn darted oh. into the concrete. A loaded punch. He's holding it. It's not like knuckles. He's got, like, something in his hand. Probably like a roll of quarters. Quarters or something, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm curious if he literally just didn't have anything and just did it like like gimmick because he put uh, it back. Yeah. Good. And if so, like that's pretty smooth. Why did he lawn dart into the concrete? Are we just gonna skip over that? <laughs> <laughs> like, why did that happen? I don't know, man. Fuck. They're trapped across the top of the hat. I don't know why, but like seeing Mark Henry this early is like weird to me. Like I don't, I didn't know if I knew he was here this early. Well, you know what's funny is like he wrestles like this for like the next twelve years. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's just clunky and like doesn't look great, and he just almost just broke Lawler's shoulder again, dropping him on that bear hug. That's hilarious. It's pretty true, though, I, I would say. I'd have yeah, to I mean, you would that's... think the guy would improve. I mean, he does improve. It takes him literally 20 years to get better, but he does. Are you shitting me? Is it, what is Leaf Cassidy doing? Leaf Cassidy's a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> yeah, baby. He got dumped to the floor, too. Are we just going to have, like, a random 
lower mid card guys just come out here and get thrown out? This oh, is Marty. the main event. What are you talking about? I hope they start saying, "Is Mark Henry going to win the Royal Rumble?" He had if the, he, the he doesn't know the rules though because he's throwing them under. Oh, here goes Hunter Hearst Helmsley. What the fuck? Yeah, we are need someone gonna... else to beat Hunter uh, real quick. For yeah, us. are they going to fucking drop out Helmsley to Mark Henry right now? Duh. They keep bringing the bell to stop it, but I thought they were doing it like, "Hey, this is a match now." Uh, Press slams. The crowd is going nuts. Yeah, they are. So I guess that's a plus at he least. Toss Helmsley onto the new rockers. Oh, screw the new rockers, man. You hit him with the rocker dropper. That's gonna be a Survivor Series team right there. Lawler, the new rockers, and Helmsley against Mark Henry. And that's it. Mark, Mark Marrow. And the Godwins. That's my prediction. Oh, shit, dude. You might be right about that. <laughs> and I don't like it. I was trying to think of two more Marks. That way it could just be... Mark, Mark, and the Mark. Marks. Mark, Mark Star. Mark, Mark Star. Good. And Mark Calloway. You want to take your pawn double duty? New character. Hey, yo. Oh. Congratulations, Mark Henry. What He's fuck? getting fucking fireworks in the arena. Yeah. Okay. He has been tormented by Jerry Lawler for a month. And if you don't think that the emotional connection for Mark Henry to beat Jerry Lawler on this show does not warrant those fireworks, then I don't know what's up. You don't know wrestling. Buried alive. Undertaker Mankind. What the hell? Okay. That's not tonight, obviously. What Whoa. the fuck? Now we're getting the blow off for that? The first unsanctioned mass in in the company's history, they're saying. Bullshit. Someone is hey, literally oh, going oh. to be buried alive. Was the boiler room brawl sanctioned? Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. <laughs> they sanctioned a boiler room brawl match. Yeah, dude. Why has, has the WWF not sanctioned this? I don't know. I don't know, JR, because you got to bury someone alive under dirt. Maybe they don't want the liability of death. Jesus. Why would the WWF uh, sanction this? It's only, you know, murder. Dude, you don't fucking know. I don't know nothing. What is that? Is I believe Final Curtains next, right? I think, I think it's. I think we just have uh, Undertaker, Goldust, and then Sean Mankind for the world title. Okay. Sean, I have a feeling. Sean. I have a feeling this Final Curtain match is going to drag. I feel like it already is, and it hasn't even started yet. Video package here of Undertaker basically seeing how uh, every time he's ever made a casket for people. Gold Dust and his twisted entourage. Remember, this is not a casket match, guys. No, final curtain. Yeah, because they did the casket as in Beware of Dog 2. John, John. 
You just sound like a dying pig. That's literally what he does. Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't sound like a dying pig. Wait, he kind of does. No, he's like a. All right, Bob, you do it. You do do it. it. Yeah. No. (laughs) Oh, I thought he was gonna do it. (laughs) No, I'm not gonna. Bob's like, no, man, I'm too tired for that shit. No, who do you think I am? Fuck you. Guys, I'm fucking tired. I'm winning bets right now on ba- baseball. Yeah, I yeah, I do baseball, man. I'm waiting for baseball. Fucking baseball, dudes. What is like your uh, what's your fucking shit at? Good. I mean, I'm up like six hundred dollars. How much have you bet? Here, here, I'll I'll do it. Oh wow, that's really good. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, there must be a winner, and it must be by pinfall, there. So it's officially not a casket match. So if if you're wondering what that sound was, that is a pig dying from extreme heat. Well, I oh, I wasn't wondering. And Bob's fucking pl- watching videos of pigs dying. No, it's Goldust no. gets a jabber entrance. He's barely he's in the ring like finishing his entrance. Is that new gear? Sean, Sean. Are we done with the ECW stuff, too? I think so. I think it was just that interaction at the start. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Literally ten minutes into the show. What, what, is this, it looks like that's new gear. Because the top's all white like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Does he normally have gold dust on his back, too, or no? Oh, I don't know if he does. Yeah, it's usually in a big star, and it says gold dust. Yes. And his gear? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I don't pay attention. I don't even really watch these shows. Bob was like, yeah, I reviewed this on Wrestling Recaps in 2002 when I was 15 years old. Uh, I did not. <laughs> okay. Hey, I reviewed this probably six years ago. Well, I did I, a breakdown. I didn't review it. I, I did not review it. Did you give it a star ratings, Austin? Uh, I don't know. Let's check. I was just about to pull it up. Yeah. I don't think I did. I think I just reviewed, like, I broke down the show, the attendance, the card. I did, like, a write-up on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember when Austin used to write for us in recaps, and he was just like, fuck it. Dude, I've been trying to write for myself for the past uh, year, so. Yeah, well, stop just thinking about yourself, okay? There's other people. How do you search on this piece of shit website? The search uh, button, but it doesn't really work. Cause I just search in your house mind games and it has not coming up. I'm typing in mind games. That might be a safer bet, yeah. Okay, well, Undertaker's maybe, going right after. Maybe Goldberg. I deleted it on you. You probably fucking dead, dude. Why is WCW coming up? I typed in in your house mind games. Right, type in like breakdown or whatever you did. Mind, I type in Mind Games, Impact Wrestling, ECW, Hardcore TV. What? Smoky it's Mountain Wrestling. So what is this match? Can can we talk about it now since it started? What the fuck is a Final Curtain match? You're not allowed. By, to... the, by the looks of it, it's a match. That's kind of what I'm getting. Ooh, I like when Bob used to do uh, Reliving a Feud. Yeah, I like the Reliving a Feuds a lot. Those ones I actually did read. 
What an asshole. Here you go. In your house, breakdown number one, mind games. 922.96. Buy rate, 0.48 or uh, 1,900 buys. Hey, we're going to be talking about that next week, probably. Don't spoil it. Did you say uh, I have, one? Did you say one thousand and ninety-two buys? No, I said it wrong. I said one hundred and ninety-two thousand buys. How'd you find it? I even just tried to search that. And uh, live up. attendance, Bob. I have is fifteen thousand. So you fucking lied. Well, that's what Wikipedia told me was thirteen. Um. Oh, I give away the the results, the main event aftermath. Uh, my thoughts on the main event. Suplex. Oh, I thought he was about to do a jackhammer. So did I. Jeez. One, two. Marlena should manage uh, Salmon. <clears throat> they both like to smoke. That's a good point, actually. Good, good, good uh, observation. I can't believe Yeah, these it. are little simple pieces. I didn't offer a bunch, but like it was a fun little read. I can't believe that Dallas, you would only ever read Reliving the Feuds and well, No, I don't know if that's accurate, but I did You don't those... you don't read my Sunday night heat reviews? No, I don't. From two thousand two? No, I don't do those. Sometimes I'll peek at the impact ones to be like, Oh, what happened? And then I'll be like, Oh, really, really, really crazy stuff and I'll close it. I wish you guys would watch the fucking Super J Cup. Which, like, the the big one? 94 and 95. Okay, fucking, let's watch it. I don't I have four and a, I don't have four and a half hours. Okay, um, well, we found out Dallas does, because he fucking will stand in line for four hours. That's true. It's, it's fucking, it was brutal, So he's guys. got the time. It was brutal. I don't like Goldust's new outfit here. I'm going to be honest with you. It kind of looks like a half shirt, which is weird. What did he? What did she just give him? Are those thumbtacks, Dallas? It's a little gold bag. He's going in the gold bag. Um, I think it must oh, be like the dust. glitter. It's dust. Yeah. No. What the fuck? He's picking her up like a Barbie doll. Yeah, like she was stiff. Thumbtacks. I, I would she... tear that ass apart. Wow, this hit the gold glitter all over the ring definitely does hides what he just did. Yeah. I feel like it's not even on Undertaker. <laughs> that is the most reaction to something I've ever seen the Undertaker do at this point. For like any violence. Well, that was pretty interesting because like the way even Goldus threw it didn't look great. He kind of threw it no. up and up it like an uppercut kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So when it came down, here's the replay. Ready? It went up his nose for sure. I like that even after that, Goldust hit a poke in the eyes. Like, here, <laughs> I know you can't see, but now you really can't fucking see. <laughs> oh, he's digging in like he's Seth Rollins to Ray Jr. Eye for an eye match, dude. Joe keeps bugging me to buy the new wrestling game, and I told him absolutely fucking not. I've had people think that I'm going to give in, and I'm like, no. I can't name one fucker on that roster even now. 
There's like almost like what the fuck is that? I'm not buying that piece of shit. There's a Girl Scout cookie on this fucking show on this video game. Yeah, like no, absolutely not. It's all fucking J Broads. I hope when we go to that. Uh, wait, wait, Dallas, you're not going, right? Uh, most likely not, but. Okay. Well, I'm going to that show on Easter Sunday. I'm hoping Braun Breaker's there. I like Braun Breaker. I've only ever seen him wrestle one time, but you know what? He's a Steiner, and if you're a Steiner, you're good with me. That's that's a fair point. I've been I was catching up on what happened when today, and there's and this is like early January. I'm listening, and uh, Conrad's telling Tony about Braun Breaker being Rick's son. He's like Tony's like I'm gonna have to start watching NXT. I met his son before. <laughs> Listen, hear me out here, guys. I feel like for a gold dust match, this hasn't been terrible. Yeah. Um, I guess, but like nothing. I feel like nothing's happening. Yeah, but, yeah, but he's got a lot of offense in. Yeah, at yeah. least it's a match, though. So. Well, yeah, but I'm also real pissed off about. The final curtain, and it's it's nothing. Wait, what, how do you know it's nothing? What has changed? There's nothing that's changed in this match. It's just it's a match. It's the final curtain. Right, but, like, usually when there's a stipulation, you see something, or, like, they tell you this is different, but I think they just said the way you win this match is by pinfall or submission. No, by pinfall. <laughs> or a pinfall. Right. It has to be Which is the rules to any fucking match. <laughs> so It's just because this will be their last encounter. Well, here's that's, the thing. That's what it's, I think it is, but I think that's right. It. I think you're right as well, and, you, and they say that. But then now in two months on Raw, next week on Raw, it's Goldust against the Undertaker. It's the final, final curtain. So They should not have billed it as anything but a singles match. Like, don't fucking call it that. Yeah. I don't think that was a good decision. I think they could have had a good cage match. Mm. I'm hoping that they actually never do wrestle each other ever again. And they really stick to the stipulation. Never. How would how do you not want to tear Marlena's ass up? Oh. Well, because I'm I'm a gentleman. Bob, would you wait in line for four hours to meet Marlena? No. Like, I want to shake her skeleton right now. But you know what? Like I told you in the messages, Dallas, when you met Trish, <laughs> you should have just accidentally had your hand slip down. No. Grab the bootay. No. Yeah, okay. And then she would have been like, what the hell was that? And then you would have been like, I waited four hours for this. No. Um, I'm getting my money's worth. No, fuck that. Bob, who's one wrestler you'd wait four hours in line to meet? Uh, Randy Savage. Extra present, alive or not? Randy Savage. Easy. The same thing, it's not not my first time doing that. Who else did you wait four hours for? I'm pretty sure when we were kids, we waited probably about that to meet John Cena. Oh, we did wait forever, and that went around the whole fucking carousel mall, dude. That 
And we, we were all the way through Best Buy. Yeah. I mean, so that one's probably that's up there. That might have even been longer. I remember getting annoyed when for like waiting for Santino Morella for 25 minutes. Hey, we met him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying I think I was with Joe and his girlfriend at the time, and I waited. Like, they were waiting for like 25 minutes, and I was like, "This is fucking excessive." That was just 25 minutes. I can't imagine what my reaction would be for four hours. Double clothesline. You would have been so annoying. I would have told you to go away. Like, go walk around or something, and I'll stand here. And I would have been like, what am I going to do, Dallas? I don't meet wrestlers. I'm just going to walk around like, oh, hey, that person's there. You could go talk to the guys at the Inter- International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame or whatever the no, fuck No, you know called. what I would have done? Because they wouldn't shut up. You want to know what I would have done? Hmm. I would have, so like with Britt Baker, right? I would have like walked off to the side a little bit. It'd be like, Sarah, take my picture. I would have stood like next, would it be a distance? I'm like, yeah, I'm prepared. I'll be taking that with every single one. Slam off the top rope here. Bob Backlund was there. Oh. I, he, I feel like he's everywhere. Yeah, he is. Was Virgil there? No, but Paul Roma was. <laughs> yeah, because when I think of Virgil, I think of Paul Roma. They're about the same. Uh, Why is an Undertaker putting his legs around his head? He put him off to the side. One, one two, three. Um, all right. Shit. Now it's a final curtain. If there is no casket or anything, I don't know. What is the point of this? I don't know. That was a, that was a singles oh, match. You know who else was there, guys? The Sultan. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, he was. As the Sultan? No. Oh. Uh, listen, guys, I didn't hate that match. I'm sorry to say. I don't I think it was bad. I think it's oh, one God. of the better matches we've seen tonight, and that's there's not a lot of competition. What? Oh my God, that was boring. I did not hate that match. I um, didn't hate. I didn't hate it either. It's one of the better showings Goldust has had in quite a couple of pay per views. So. I thought he did all right with Mark Merrow, didn't he, at SummerSlam? Mm. A final curtain match. And there's no fucking curtain. You know what? It's fine, because not every Undertaker match needs to be a fucking stipulation. Yeah, but don't call it something, then. Yeah, I hope AEW books a final curtain match. And it's a fucking singles match. Adam Cole against Adam Page. AEW has the a lot of wrestlers. Well, they yeah. also have a second promotion. Ring of Honor, baby. And the guy was telling Dallas. They're not going to do anything with it. Well, here's the thing. I'm telling you, they should get rid of Dark and Dark Elevation. Just scrap it. You don't need it. And then Ring of Honor can be their YouTube show, a two-hour YouTube show. Actually have meaningful matches and not just squashes. Mm-hmm. They would it. do a two-hour YouTube show. I would. They already, they already do. I would. Oh. Mondays you know it's usually forty minutes. Tuesdays is like an hour and a half usually. Holy yeah. shit! Then, Only on and, YouTube. Yeah. Wow. And I saw that uh, Warner Media didn't want the Briscoe brothers signed to AEW, so you could just have them to Ring of Honor. Kevin Kelly talking with Shawn Michaels backstage. 
This is your destiny, Sean. I just had to go on mute because Peach was fucking Ian Kaylee downstairs. No, she's barking at like a cat or something outside. So she's like, Do you like Sean's fucking gear here? What is that? He did not buy that outfit in the men's section. Let's be honest. No, I think he had this shit made for him, and I can't imagine how much it cost. Imagine Sean over the phone. All right, listen. Sandra, this is what we got to do. <laughs> I want you to make me a cabbie hat and put a lot of fucking pieces of tin on it. I want you to cut up my Coke cans that I've been drinking out of. <laughs> I want you to do your take the silver pieces and the red pieces, and you're yeah. going to fucking alternate them. That top looks like he called her up and was like, Sandra, guess what? I just ripped apart 600 toenail clippings. Like, so, <laughs> the clippers. They're, yeah. yeah, they're, they're yeah. torn they're torn apart, and I need you to glue them like diagonally. And it's gonna look fucking great. Does Shawn Michaels have all of his like little vest outfits like this, and he just tries them on in his closet? No, I bet you they're all fucking in the warehouse. Oh yeah, he don't have those. I bet he's got to have at least some of them. I don't think he's like Sting, where he has a literal fucking a garage. Dude, if I was a wrestler, he's like, I got everything. Like, I'm okay. telling you right now, if I was a wrestler, I'd keep every fucking thing. No, you. If you found something on eBay of mine, that shit's fake. Right. What the fuck? Now there's a casket. The yeah. final curtain match already happened, dude. They mistimed it. What, is Mankind in the casket? Mind game. That's the same casket we saw in Superstars. Mind games, guys. He's playing mind games. Now, if you think about really, this whole show is booked, specifically the main event, to uh, be mind games for The Undertaker. It's not mind games for Shawn Michaels. I'm putting the title on Mankind tonight. No, I'm not. And then at fucking the Bear to Live match would be Undertaker versus Mankind for the world championship. Got to bury your opponent alive. I've said it before on this podcast. I think if you were to throw the strap on Mankind as this version, it cheapens the character. Because think of it, this mankind doesn't even care if his ear is on or not. So why would he want the championship? That don't or mean his, shit to him. Or his dad. No. That don't mean shit to him. Or Paul Bear. There will be injuries in this match tonight, JR says. <laughs> wow, that's fucking dark. Is that some foreshadowing or what? We'll find out. As mankind gets into the ring over Shawn Michaels' pyro strips. You know, I, I saw the pyro strips, and I was like, wouldn't it be horrible if it went off in Mankind's face? Mm-hmm. You, remember when, the game, you remember when Undertaker caught on fire when he was coming out once? And, his, like, and then he wrestled. Yeah, then he wrestled. Burned. No, my favorite is when he tries to throw the hood off, and it gets caught on his ears, and he has to, like, <laughs> shake it off. Wasn't, wait, wasn't that, uh, <laughs> did we watch that show together? The fire one? Yeah. I don't remember, to be honest. We might have. 
Probably. Because I feel like I remember watching that show and being like, why is there mustard on his face? And it was because he was burned. Yeah. Like, did he have a hot dog before he came out and no one told him? But no, it's because he got lit up by fire. Like, legit. Not like a Jerry Lawler fireball. Like, hey, I'm going to legit throw fire at you. Fucking Jose, dude. Get out of here. Boy, joy. Boy, joy. Man of the year, Shawn Michaels. I don't know. In 96 for WWF, he probably is the man of the year. I can't really think of anybody else. Maybe Steve Austin, but. Got the looks. Nah, I think it Without Sean in 96, they, they're fucked. Yeah, I think it's Sean. I said you. Just a sexy boy. I like how much pyro he gets just for coming out. Yeah, why not? He deserves it. I think pyro is very important to a wrestling show, personally. I do like some nice pyro. Um, I don't really care about pyro. I'd rather have a really good stage than a uh, pyro. Well, yeah. I agree with that. Although Pyro is good, just because I remember the times when... Well, actually, do they even use Pyro now? Or no? For WWE? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I wouldn't know that. But I think they were they're bringing it back for a while, so I, I'll say yes. Well, because... Um, I was saying I was going to say that... Uh, I remember the times like, when like, Brock Lesnar would come out in like, the usual moment where he'd have Pyro. There wouldn't be... So he would look like an idiot when he would like do his arm thing. Like, yeah. yeah! And like, nothing happened. Yeah. It was just yeah. him like, yelling. Or like uh, Kane, when he would do like the... Uh, and there's no Pyro. So I was like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. I like when they would do it so there was, like, a noise, but, it, like, the pyro didn't happen. Oh, yeah. The uh, best be like, pyro be like a boo. Yeah, that, like, Brock, when he got up on the ring, the ring apron and shit, they used to do that. The best pyro is WCW, dude. Fucking guys would be coming out not even knowing they're getting pyro, and they get pyro. <laughs> Some, like, no-sell it and, like, don't even do anything. They go fast, and it doesn't even matter. No, my favorite is when uh, Buff Bag... You know when Buff Bag would come out, and he'd turn around, and he'd be like, buh, 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 right? And it'd go... Yeah. Do it. My favorite is when he would turn around and do it, and then it wouldn't do it. <laughs> and then he would turn around to walk back to the ring, and then it would do it. And he'd be like, what the fuck, guys? Like, I just did it. Mankind was just pulling up the, the mat on the outside, but Sean Michaels drop kicked and Mankind fell back on the concrete, and now Sean is stepping on him. Would you say Mankind is being buried alive? Mm-hmm. In a sense, yeah, kind of. It's a nice little foreshadow. I feel like that wouldn't hurt too bad if uh, I got a mat double-stomped onto me a bunch of times. I don't know. I don't think it'd feel good. I mean, you're still being stepped on, you know? Yeah, but I have a protective mat covering me. So if anything, I like just this match is taking place on the outside. Oh, yeah, that's got to feel good.
back of his head is hitting the concrete. Oh, no, guys. What? Well, it's uh, sadly official. Scott Hall has passed away. Uh Aw. I was hoping we weren't going to have to talk about that during the show, but... Well, and he had been breathing on his own for hours at this point. He was? Yeah. Yeah, they, They took him off life support, and he was... And he was, like, surviving. Yeah, that sucks, because I kind of thought, like, he was going to maybe pull out of it. Damn it. This match has been good so far, guys. As good as I remember it. So, I don't want to hear shit. I can't believe it's the main event already. I feel like this show has gone relatively quick. Well, I feel like nothing really overstated its welcome. Right. Sweet chin music. No, Mankind literally just tossed himself out of the ring and is now rocking back and forth like a complete psychopath. And he needs the urn. Take out Paul Bear with a suicide dive right now to it. He's probably going to. I like that little turnbuckle cam. Yeah, it's a good one. Mankind returning to the ring. Hey, yo. Yeah, I think in the uh, the opening of next week's show, we should uh, have a long-form discussion on Scott Hall. No, I don't want to. I'm gonna cry. Okay, then, then we'll just we'll rest in peace, Scott Hall. Yeah, you're you're making it seem like as if we would even remember to do that. We can talk about it today after this match. He is one of my faves. I am a big Scott Hall guy. Yeah, it's a, it's a bummer, man. That sucks. We're even on this podcast since we started. I mean, for the most part, I'd say we were Scott Hall fans. There was definitely times where it was like, uh, what's Razor doing this week? Who the fuck knows? Uh, I think I think we we're a pretty positive Razor Abode podcast. That's such a bummer. Now my mood is. I know, Bob had to just break the news to us during this main event. Well, you Man- know, I saw it, so I might as well report it. I'm a reporter. I'm a broadcast journalist. Mankind is, like, smothering Shawn Michaels here. Shawn's finally fighting out of it, but... I thought Mankind was going to get the Manable Claw and win the title in under three minutes, but that didn't happen. I think Brown Mankind is pretty underrated. Because he still has a little WCW Cactus Jack in him, which is kind of nice. Yeah. But, like, there's more character substance there. You're not... Are you a fan of, uh... Sweatpants wearing (sighs) Mankind, or...? I'll be honest. I like Brown Mankind better. Yeah, I don't know if I really am. 
I'm kind of off the mankind train once, like, dude love and shit is a thing. Yeah. So, like, next year. Or, uh, I guess, 98, too. I don't know. Oh. Oh, my God. His ankle looked broken. That's how you fuck up your Achilles. Like, what are we doing? A snap suplex into the ring steps. Here's the thing that I think is really important to make note of, though. To me, Mankind does not feel out of place challenging for the strap right here. Right here it doesn't, but I feel like leading into it, we weren't, like, too high on it. Well, there was no lead. Let's be honest. He attacked him one time. Yeah, backstage. That's all you need, man. So to me, like, say you throw a guy like Goldust in there, he'd feel out of place. He's relatively new, came in with a strong character, strong match at WrestleMania, has a head start on Mankind as far as in the WWF, and I feel like Mankind still would feel more a legitimate challenge. Well... You know what? And I I think that has to do a lot with the fact that he's beaten the Undertaker. Yeah, that certainly helps. I mean, you look at a guy like Vader. I think Mankind's a stronger challenger than Vader was, mm. especially for perception. <sighs> Shit, I'm telling you right hard. now, man. If I was watching this in 1996, like I bought this pay per view. I am having serious doubt that Shawn Michaels can beat Mankind. Uh, see, I don't know if I go that far. But I, I, remember, I remember distinctly thinking that Mankind was so deranged and unbeatable that it's impossible to beat this guy. And uh, largely because The Undertaker couldn't beat him. Because they've wrestled what? King of the Ring. Twice. Mankind won. Boiler and Brawl. Mankind won. So he's 2 0 on Undertaker. Yep. Has well, had he, some good squash matches on Raw. Uh, yeah. I mean, he hasn't lost at all, has he? I don't think so. Not that I recall. Not directly. Nobody's pinned him. Nobody's right. Pinned he hasn't pinned or submitted anything. So that's why I think like this is I maybe they've downplayed it too much. But I think he's definitely a strong contender. Yeah, it's weird to think about that. Like Vader, I guess, would be a step underneath mankind as far as legitimacy to a, a, a championship challenge. Yeah. I mean like even Vader's like, not even on the show. Right. Well, even think about a guy like Sid. He wouldn't feel like a legitimate challenge, I don't think. See, I don't know. I mean, I disagree with that. I think, to me, Sid looks, since he's been back, since he came back in July, he is a fucking, he looks like a star. And I don't well, even he know. he always has looked like a star. Well, I mean, in, before he left, he was starting to look like a little jabroni. 
But here's my point, I guess. Now, if Sid is in this role, do you think Sid is beating Sean for the title? I don't. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I'd be, I'd be more, you know, able to believe that Mankind would win over Sid. Oh, stun gun over the top rope. I guess, I mean, I guess I can agree with that because, again, I mean, we've we've seen Sean beat Sid. Right. So that we've seen Undertaker beat Sid to your point. Right. Oh, no, we haven't. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Never well, mind. In, in, on a 1992 <laughs> Bo- Boston Garden uh, house show. We did. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, I can see that. And we haven't seen a, we haven't even seen a visual, a visual pin. On mankind at all. That's why I, I I agree with that that mankind is a more likely yeah like a harder challenger. I think put it this way for '96, thus far mankind has been the most legitimate challenge. Yeah. I mean Diesel's a good one. I I do. I I did like that that uh, no holds barred match. I don't know. Dallas, have you have you seen this match before? Yeah, I've seen this one. There's stuff they've already done that I've remembered and yeah, 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 stuff like that. So it's been a while. Now, if you're ECW guys, why don't you wait till the main event, the arguably most imp- important match on the show, before you attack people? Well, I think that's uh, because Vince was like, you ain't fucking up my main event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. They could have done something maybe a little better than the one they did, but whatever, I guess. See, and for some reason, thinking back, when I remembered watching this show... I thought that ECW was kind of ringside the whole event. I kind of wish they were, at least for, like, the first, like, quarter of the show or so and then did something, maybe. Yeah, I thought they were there for longer. So that was something I misremembered. Mankind has been in firm control for the last couple of minutes here. They, they're both covered in gold dusts, like glitter, because it's still all over the map. I'd say this has been one of the better main events we've seen in 96. I feel like it's been hard-hitting, and that's, I enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, think of how they started. They started whooping each other's ass as soon as it started. Right. Like, they're outside the ring fighting. I mean, it kind of, I mean, it feels more like a fight than a choreographed uh, match. Yep, I agree. Or Sean, like, bossing a guy around. Right. It definitely well, hasn't been 90-10. No. The most deranged individual. You got to think WWF at this time is starting to get kind of high on mankind. 
Oh, yeah, I think so for sure. And when did he come in? Just after WrestleMania? Yes. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, Sean's in the tree of woe. Is that a headbutt or an elbow? Or... Oh, both, I think. Pushes rough out of the way. Another elbow there. Shawn Michaels is one of the most resilient WWF champions. Bob's sleeping over there. Uh, no. I'm not. He's trying to win more bets. No, I'm just reading. I got caught up in some batch threat. Uh, Jesus. Batch oh, boy. Threat. Oh, boy. Well, I got a two. Sarah and I, we watched with her, with her mother. And there's the finale tonight. And then there's after the rose tomorrow. So tomorrow I got four hours of fucking bachelor shit I got to watch. Let me tell you, I'd rather stand in line for four hours to meet Trish Stratus than watch that for four hours. Nah, that's bullshit. You're just a hater, dude. If you gave if you gave The Bachelor a try, I think you'd like it. Guys, it really sucks that Scott Hall is dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really does. It feels like it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. Like, oh, what? shit. Well, Drops and it, right in the ring steps. And then in very, like, unlike WWE or uh, WWE move, they actually inducted him in the Hall of Fame before he died. That, that's right. true. Yeah, that's true. Twice. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's weird. I mean, he went through so much. Yeah. Even if, I mean, some of it is self-inflicted, but you got Scott Hose passed away, but like a guy like Jake Roberts, <laughs> still kicking. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, shit. Oh, That's fucked up. Well, I, I don't mean that in a despairing <laughs> way. I don't mean that in, despairingly, in a despairing way. I bet you Jake Roberts would be like, I don't know how the fuck I'm alive. Oh, yeah, but here's the thing. I think Jake Roberts, on a personal level, was a lot shittier of a human being than Scott Hall. Oh, oh absolutely. So I kind of get what you're saying there. That's the fair. Thing, the thing about <laughs> Scott Hall that I love is Shawn Michaels hits a slow snap power slam. I guess I wouldn't call that a snap power slam. He, uh, Scott Hall is the type of guy where Eric Bischoff in WCW, for instance, could have walked up to him and be like, hey, Scott, I need you to put over Prince Ikea tonight on Worldwide. And he'd be like, okay, Chico. As long as the checks are good. As long as my check clears, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, he gets it. <laughs> Look, Mankind's head is trapped in the ropes, but he's still got the mandible claw on Sean. Oh, they got his head out. Wait, what happened to the table? It's right there. Yeah, but why is it Dude. all fucked? Yeah, they moved, did. they moved that way earlier. Oh. I love how Paul Bear can't get around it. 
to talk to mankind. If you ever needed to trap Paul Bear, just put a table in his way. Yeah. Yeah, just get a table. Oh, what do I do with this table? Uh, what is with... Oh, no, Hugo! Hugo <laughs> fell down. Another fucking... He's got sent. Mankind, yeah, gets ceiling. pulled into the railing there. Oh, Sean's getting a chair. Look, Sean's trying oh, to no, break... Taking off, oh, I thought he was taking off the leg. No, he was doing it to protect mankind, which is pretty cool. Oh, chair shots to the knee. Oh, I don't know, the man of a claw, he just broke his finger. Referee's back is turned, so they're, they're, they ain't yeah, doing lax rules, bro. Fucking Earl. He never pays attention. Earl Habner. He's biting. So he's got the mandible claw in his mouth, biting it? Sean's yep. cheating. He's got to play dirty to be able to beat someone of this caliber. Sean's fucking cheating. Trying to break his hand. Uh, I have an hour 39 minutes on my time check here. Almost 40. Yeah, hour 39 minutes, 52 seconds. There's still 15 minutes of this match? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I feel like this has been going on for like 20 minutes. There you go. Say hello to the bag. Oh, now he's stomping on his other hand. Dude, this is a fucking gimmick. How is this guy going to eat? He's going to break his hands. Now he can't friggin' put his fingers in his mouth. It'll hurt too much. I like how he's bending his fingers to make it look like as if they're, like, dislocated. Whoa! Backdrop to the floor. Under that pile of thumbtacks. If that happens in January, guess what? Mankind's gonna win the 1997 Royal Rumble. <laughs> pile oh. of thumbtacks. What is mankind is stumbling around? He's going to the apron. Is he gonna do the cactus jack elbow drop? Nah. Well, and he did. Wow. That could be it. Shawn Michaels is perhaps moments away from losing the WWF World Championship. Look at this replay backdrop to the floor. Yeah, I like that little segment, the backdrop and then the follow-up with the elbow. Mankind, back in the ring. He can't win the title by count-out, Mankind. You would think Paul Bearer would tell him that. Uh-oh, he's getting a head start to slide under the ring, or under the ropes, and it's oh. a swinging neckbreaker on the concrete. The rap's fucking best. Yeah, Earl Hebner's acting like he's a child, like mankind's a child that won't come in for dinner. And he's like, get the fuck in the house! You gotta eat! <laughs> Sick of this shit! Every fucking day! The food's fucking cold. Your mother cooked dinner! Get in there! Look at Jose, dude, with the fucking Shawn Michaels jacket on. I'm telling you. That's so ridiculous. Get that I shit out of here. What I would do 
No, leg drop. Oh my god, oh, Jerry Lynn signature Jerry middle Lynn. rope leg drop. The uh, I hope Jose Lothario is a double arm DDT. Mankind's about to win the title. I hope Jose Lothario finds Goldust's wig and then comes out tomorrow night on Raw doing a complete cosplay of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> That's what I would want to see. Oh, he's gonna—is he gonna do the pull-up pile? Yep, oh. pull-up pile driver. Sean looks like he's laid out. It—it's as if he's been hit with four finishing moves on. Oh fuck off, kicking out. He kicked out. He kicked out again. Oh, he cradles him. Not a kick out. That reminds nice. me, I keep, seeing the same, I keep seeing the same story on Twitter about Scott Hall telling people, or like asking them what their finish is, and then he says, I can't wait to kick out of that. Can't wait to kick out of <laughs> I wish I would have done that when we were fucking wrestling. Storm, what's your finish? No, what? Later. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a story where like Scott Hall saw a guy do a move. And, like, he was talking backstage, and Scott Hall walked up, and he was like, hey, nice finish. Can't wait to kick out of it. Who was that? Yeah, or, like, he saw, he was like, oh, what do you call that? (laughs) I wish I could remember who the guy was. And they told him, he was like, oh. (laughs) Can't wait to kick out of it. What a fucking dick. (laughs) I feel like it was WCW. Yeah. How about um, when Scott Hall posted on the internet, Scott, the bad guy, the dead man, and something else. Oh, an Undertaker. <laughs> it was him. Chris Oh, no. <laughs> That's what it was. He's, he's the got, bad he's, guy, the, the dead man, and the Undertaker. <laughs> he's got a lot of wicked funny tweets like that. He doesn't even have a tweet. He got rid of his Twitter account. Well, yeah, he did. but Yeah, but there were some gems before he got rid of it. Oh, yeah. He, like, flirted with Paige at one point, too, didn't he? I think that... You're looking sexy, baby, or something. There was a cross-body off the top. Sean is basically doing his finishing sequence here. He hit the flying form off the ropes, and now he's probably going up for an axe handle or something. No, there... I saw one post a guy shared where, like, the guy tagged Scott Hall and was like, you gotta criticize something. Like, Scott Hall called, you shut the fuck up, you fucking Mark Jabroni. Go... Your wife's, you know, whatever. And then he's the guy like described his wife, and then Scott Hall replied, "Is she hot?" Yeah. I <laughs> Wait, like, is she hot though? I'll never forget when we went. Oh, oh. Middle rope back suplex, but Sean twisted and they fell through the announce table. We did not see that coming. Yeesh. Look at the monitors all over mankind. I won't ever forget when uh, we went to that Northeast Wrestling show and Scott Hall was trying to hit on Kaylee. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was trying to get her to get in the picture, and she was like, sweetheart, Sweetheart, come on, get in the picture, sweetheart. (laughs) I'm mad. He was wicked nice. Yeah, he was awesome. He really was. He was nicer than Kevin Nash was by a fucking long shot. Oh, yeah. When we met Kevin Nash, he was like, hey, guys. Nash wouldn't even stand up. 
Oh, man, he's got a chair. He's going, what is he going to do, a new jack? Oh, no. Shawn Michaels, Rob Van Dam. He springboard off a chair and kicked the chair Jesus. in mankind's face. They would uh, never be doing this. They're doing this because it's in Philly. I mean, there's no it's way. It's got to be, yeah. Going for the cover. Two. What was that? Oh, my God, Vader. I fucking knew it. Somebody's going to come in. Oh, no, they threw the match out. Finish. Oh, what crap. After all that shit, they finally threw the match. They're like, yeah, this is too much. And Vader Vader. comes in and still gets beat up. Yeah. I don't even think they technically touched Sean. What the fuck? Oh, Paul Bear comes in from behind and just decks it with the urn. (laughs) Wait, and don't forget, guys, Sean's got a history of head injuries. Oh what my god, what the hell? Sid's beating <laughs> the shit out of Vader. Did you see that punch he just did? That was a horrible punch. Fucking A. Oh my god. It's carnage. It's pandemonium. Dave Meltzer thought Chris Harris had bad punches. Well, hold my look, beer. Look how, look how Paul Bear is holding the urn upside down. And it's helping mankind come to life. Yeah, but. Oh, did he take the. Mandible claw off his hand? Yeah, Whoa. he did. I didn't realize be that. dangerous. He's going to pull a sack out. And shove his own nasty feet. He's raw-dogging uh, him. Oh, my God. He's raw-dogging. Mankind has won the world championship. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's a champion. Guys, I really liked that match. I thought that was a great match. That might be the Best pay-per-view man. Oh, my God. How the fuck did The Undertaker get in there? Oh, shit. You see how scared Paul Bearer was when he opened yeah, it? Yeah, dude. How the fuck? I don't understand how these people do oh, these tricks. Fuck. Mankind, you will be buried alive. I'm making the casket just like I do every single time there's a casket little, match. Little do you guys know, but this is just the same casket I built for Kamala <laughs> back in 1992. Sean's like, what the fuck just happened? I just refurbish it and I clean it out. Well, you know what? Kind of, Shawn Michaels kind of looked weak there. Well, it's the weakest he's looked as champion for sure. Yeah. And now he's acting like, yeah, guys, I won that one. He's like, well, you did. But and the crowd's like, yeah, we'll clap for you. You got your butt kicked though. So. Hey y'all. Say hello to the back. I almost want to go back and watch his Hall of Fame speech. Just to get chills from the bad times. Don't Dude, his, his Hall of Fame speech <laughs> is like the best. It's fucking great. We're lucky we even got to see that. Because like Bob said, he was fucked up for a long time. Yeah, he was. Jesus. Hey, WWE... 1990 to 1996 followed me. Fuck yeah. That's a good Twitter page. 
why do they follow you? Because I'm cool. Follow. I ain't gonna follow. What is that bullshit? That's some bullshit. So Sean gets the pose here. Remember when Ted? Oh, really... oh, he's showing butt cheek. Wait, look at oh, the little boys yeah, in the front right row. Like, oh, I like this. Oh, he's showing the little tattoo. Ooh, I like this. It makes my pee pee feel funny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh. Oh, it's made out. Hey guys, there's still another four minutes left of the show, and Shawn Michaels is just walking around. All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure nothing else is going to happen. What do you guys think of in your house mind games? I think I'm going to go with a thumbs up. I am too. And you know what? It's not as good as I remember it being, but it's still probably the best pay-per-view we've seen since WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, there was was certainly some stinkers on this show, but the tag team title stuff is exciting. We got new champions. This match, this match was great. I think this is arguably one of the best matches we've seen in a while. I agree. This might be this might be match of the year. I would agree with that. Don't get me fucking started on this shit again. Why? You know match? what match of the oh, fucking year is? Well, see, what's forgot. your match of the year? It's Brett and Sean Iron Man. Don't even bullshit. I can see. No, that's a good point. This I forgot that was even the same year as this though. That's crazy. You know what? I can't wait tonight. I think I think to help me fall asleep, I'm gonna put that Iron Man match on. At least you'll have good dreams. I think I'll be I think I'll be asleep before the ring entrances are done. And listen, I am gonna give credit where credit is due. I do think Undertaker and Goldust had a decent what match. Is with I'm these sorry. women, the it's the same one. Are, it is. Yeah, she was trying to get him on the lips, and he wasn't letting it happen. Yeah, no. Why they give him a rose. That? Someone give him a rose, and then people keep caring to kiss him. Um, but yeah, like I said, I am going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think they had a decent singles match and that is two pay-per-views in a row, folks. I've said something positive about a fucking undertaker match. So write that down in the history book. Oh, we're just getting a highlight video to close out the show here. Yeah. I, um, what we've watched. And I think, yeah, that gold dust, uh, undertaker was not bad. So and there's a couple of things that were good, but I think the rest was kind of stinker-esque. Uh, this segment with Steve Austin, Pillman, and Owen was fun. So, yeah, I think overall this was a good show. This was, I this think was not we, bad. I think we also have to give credit to the Philadelphia crowd. I think that they were fucking Yeah, right. they were hot for everything. Absolutely. Let's not forget new tag champs, and that got a good pop. I was very happy with that. They got a huge pop. I'm like, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely thumbs up. And like I said, this is probably the best pay-per-view we've seen since WrestleMania. Not probably, it is. Let's just be serious here. Yeah, I I, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. It did not um, feel like a short. That's sure. No, no, not at all. I feel like it went pretty quick, actually. Yeah. 
Um, so I don't know. I guess heading into uh, to Buried Alive, I don't hate the return match of Undertaker and Mankind. I think it makes sense. I think they need a blow off, and hopefully this is it. Let alone uh, the next two years. But uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of their a lot of their matches have happened in a shorter time span than I thought they happened. Uh, well, which I, think, I think most of them is yeah. Like, honestly, just I'm pretty sure it's mostly a. And the, you know what, the last one, the most memorable match that they had was, like, thrown together. It was yeah. an instance of, like, we got nothing for these guys. All right, cool. Let's just put them in a fucking hell in a cell. Yeah. Um, I do believe, though, that without The Undertaker, you can't have a Mankind. <clears throat> I think uh, Undertaker makes Mankind. I, I yeah, I think that's right. So, I mean, he helped them a considerable amount, especially this version. Well, that's the thing. This character, this mankind, needs a catalyst to play off of. Yeah. And without the Undertaker, you don't have too many options. Yeah. So, I will say that as well. Uh, so. I, well. It sounds like we're pretty much in agreement. We all like the show. Yeah, it's a miracle. Yeah, that's which a, never it, fucking happens. Yeah, that or doesn't we, happen very often. Or are we playing mind games with the fans? Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> Stay tuned until next week, episode two hundred and nineteen of Pod. <laughs> you gotta hear it. Two sixteen. Get the numbers right. Um. Yeah, but no. Next week on Raw, it is. The finals of the Intercontinental Championship. That's right. Is it going to be Farouk Assad? Or is it going to be the wild man? Mm. Mark Merrill walking out as the Intercontinental Could you imagine if Mark Merrill's about to win the fucking strap? There's no way, right? No. No. Absolutely not. I, um... I, I sort of wish they put that match on the show just because I yeah. feel like it'd be big. But you know what? It makes for a good Raw, something really good to look forward to Raw tomorrow. So I'm okay with it, I guess. Right. I don't think it needed to be on the show, really. I mean, the show was good enough without it. Yeah, but we could have got rid of, like, Jim Cornette and fucking <laughs> Jose or, like, the Caribbean strap match that, like, didn't need to well, be on there because yeah. it made no sense. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, I guess, where I'm kind of coming from with that. But eliminate regardless. That, eliminate that, like, 12 minutes and just put Nero and Farouk in there. Right. Like, eliminate a stinker and, like, give us something, like, good. With substance. Right. But that's okay. Uh, like I said, it'll make for a good Raw uh, on next week's episode, for sure. Yeah. I, def- I we'll, see, we'll see how it plays out. But, uh, all right, our next pay-per-view is going to be In Your House, Buried Alive, which is, uh, as we already know, going to be headlined by Undertaker and Mankind in the first ever Buried Alive match. So which, again, I, I think, yeah, and I was going to say, I think at this point I'm okay with, which for me to say that is like, fucking hold the press. Yeah. So... 
Yeah, it's a unique concept, that's for sure, the Barrier Life match, which we'll, I'm sure we will learn more about. It's uh, definitely not like the Final Curtain, where it's just a match. It is definitely <laughs> right. much more memorable than that. Uh, yeah. All right, but we enjoyed this show. Do you guys have anything else before we wrap up? No. Nope. Yep, okay. Got that one out of the house. <laughs> Austin, anything or no? I'm I'm trying to think, man. You got me on the spot here. I, I do this I th- every episode. Well, what a, we just discussed the whole show. What else is there? Yeah, to say? I don't know. I, I think we pretty much covered thoughts. it. I feel like, like every time I say thought? this is what this is what usually happens. Okay, I go, hey guys, got anything else? Dallas here's will be my, like, Dallas thought. will be like, nope, I'm good. Can't wait for next week. Sarcastically, every time. And I go, Austin, how about you? Usually. Something will trigger into Austin's brain, and then we'll talk about that for 15 more minutes. Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, just and as far as— And here it is, and here it is, right? And I think for me, that's how it usually starts going. No, it's just—I think we covered it pretty well. I do feel like—I don't want to agree with Dallas, but I guess I will. We might have had a stinker in there, or two, You know, maybe. It's every show. Um, but if history is any indicator, this could have sounded as good as it did on paper and then turned out to be a big piece of shit. Right. We've heard better cards on paper and they've been a worse show than this. So for those of you who have stuck through this whole two and a half hour podcast going on two and a half hours, if you haven't seen mind games before, do yourself a favor and watch it. It is actually one shocker that might be worth going out of your way to see. I think it's a nice timestamp of what's good of 1996. Brian Pillman, Owen Hart, British Bulldog, Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Mankind, fucking... Um, Sid, which we all love, mm-hmm. you know, the list goes on and on. So I think it's a good, like, hey, you can skip a lot of the garbage and see some decent stuff, so why don't you just go watch this? So if I, if that's my closing thoughts, that, hey, this is actually a pay-per-view in 1996 worth watching, take that for what you will. Because I, do, I will say that. Other than WrestleMania, strongest card that we've seen play out uh on pay-per-view yeah uh this was a um this was a uh refreshing turn of events yeah and the fact that it felt like it didn't take two hours says a lot yeah so all right well next week it's marrow against farouk we're going to have a new Intercon champion. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Buried Alive. And I'm looking forward to wrapping up 1996. But until next week, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Popcorn Jr. And this has been up.